This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm just sitting here uh, smoking one of my Lane Era Sheratons. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and having a little champagne. Now, that is not a... Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so... so well, One thing at a time, Bo. <laughs> well, what, one thing at a time. Uh, you, when you say champagne, right. what you mean is the, the quote, champagne of beers. No, it, it, I mean, it's champagne. There's nothing really else left to be said. All right. Who... All right. First of all, I just... I got to say this. What gives them the nerve? What gives them the right? Who made them, Mr. Miller? The arbiter of uh, champagne. Look look at that sweet little lady, though, that's sitting on the moon, h- holding out her little, uh, her little beer glass. Her little, her little beer glass. That, that little lady right there, she's, she's gotten me through many, uh, many a lonely evening. Yeah, she's living the high life. <laughs> and I tell you what, if you're living the high life as well, then you probably are... <laughs> You're probably living behind a dumpster under the uh, viaduct at the at the overpass. Champagne of beers, honestly, it's so good. Look, man, I I, I've, I have enjoyed the uh, champagne of beers from time to time at yep. a very uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I was homeless, like literally. <laughs> The only time that I was drinking uh, uh, Miller High Life for uh, for any kind of set amount of time was literally while I was homeless. Wait, what, what the hate about about cheap beer here? I don't no, understand. That's not hate. Like, that is just the reality. That no. is that is a statement. That is a portion of my life. These are facts. These, yeah. are, these are scientific facts. I was homeless and broke, and I drank champagne. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I you know. I'm just saying. I, sometimes, especially after a long day uh, in the yard, you know, doing some kind of, you know, incredible uh, manual labor. I love a cheap, cold, crisp <laughs> beer and my pipe. And, you know, typically it's my yard pipe. And so it's a, it's a Kamoi uh, with some kind of real bright Virginia leaf in it, like a Orlick or, um, you know, I've been uh, smoking more recently uh, some of the uh, bourbon blue we talked about yeah, a couple weeks yeah, ago yeah. or things like that. I just like stuff that's got that real natural flavor. But, but man, when you pair it with this, with this crisp champagne of beers, it's, uh, it's just extremely Exquisite. Okay, so here's the thing. At some point, we need to do a Squire Select with beers with specifically. Beer. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. We can't do it next time because I have currently in my possession, I have dropped way too much money on a bottle of bourbon. Okay. Uh, it's it's this barrel bourbon. Have you have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Ba- like barrel aged bourbon? I, th- I think I think like the brand is actually barrel. Oh no, I'm not. But this is like that. this is like a seventy dollar bottle of bourbon. Well, and you know we have a, another thing we have to talk about at our next Squire Select too, right? Uh, the 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 stuff from Greece. The stuff from Greece. Yeah, which is the, we'll talk about it later. Oh. You don't re- you don't remember? You don't remember this? It's a big deal. Oh. Yes, it is coming it, back to a, me now. It, it's a big deal. Yeah, like like a, it's going to be an event. Yes. We have to we have to figure out exactly how to discuss this without uh, offending people. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, why? Why would we, it's not offensive? No, it's, it's, no again, way. These are just offensive. facts. These, these are, are just, just facts. facts. But yeah. Oh man, I, now I'm all, all of a sudden really excited about our next Squire Select. I'm telling you, it may come sooner <laughs> rather than later. <laughs> <It> might, <laughs> we might need it too. <laughs> okay. Well, one way or the other, we got that on the horizon. Uh, speaking yeah. of things that are on the horizon. Uh, man, you're gonna be in Chicago pretty soon. Man, next week. Next week, I'm going. Uh, yeah, the uh, sh- Chicago is uh, the first weekend in 
May this year. And so we've got uh, the 5th, 6th, and 7th. I'll be in Chicago uh, flying up there Thursday night, the 4th, and staying at the lovely uh, Pheasant Run Resort. Mm. Uh, it's so swanky. That's where you enjoy the Miller High That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, it's 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 definitely the place you want to take, uh, you know, your wife on a honeymoon or Ooh. something or, uh, you know, for a real, real mm. fancy outing. Yeah, back in the um, 70s for sure. Absolutely. But, uh, but man, it, it, I'm really excited. It's going to be great. I can't wait to <laughs> link up with a bunch of a uh, bunch of really good friends, be seeing uh, my our, our good friends like uh, Brian Levine. That's and, right. Uh, you know, uh, Pete Prevost will be there. Um, you know, we'll have, uh, you know, Squire friends. Uh, gosh, I mean, Russ Hicks is going to be there. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're, it's just going to be a great reunion. Okay, so for those that are going to the Chicago Pipe Show, while you're there, they'll be looking at like, like how to like find you and, and how to meet up. What's going to be the best method for tracking John David Cole's location? Uh, would it be Twitter? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably Twitter, okay. I, w- I would think. Yeah. Okay, so um, y'all be following at John David Cole on Twitter. That's John, J-O-N. Yeah, J-O-N. David Cole on Twitter. That's right. Uh, because one of the things that you'll be announcing while you're there is that uh, you'll be, uh, much like we did last year, I won't be there, but uh, at some point uh, there will be a, uh, a listener meetup. Of we, sorts, we, we we believe so. In which we would love to buy you guys pizza <laughs> like we did last year. So Bo, uh, Bo is just spending my money as as the clock is ticking. It's, here. it's, it's our like, money. No, 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 that's right, that's right. Uh, no, no, it's uh, it's it's great. I'll be we'll be doing some kind of listener meetup, and then also uh, you know I'll be uh, tweeting from there. I, I don't know if I'll have the bandwidth or whatever to do Periscope. We'll have to figure all that out. I, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm tech technically very uh, insecure. <laughs> Accurate, uh, and so I. You know, we'll we'll try to make work what we what we can. But uh, yeah, I'll just be me this year. I'm not we're not doing a booth or anything uh, like we did uh, last year. But uh, be really exciting and can't wait to to link up with any of you that are there. But so. that said, I mean, we would love if there's an opportunity that arises yeah. to do uh, you yeah. know to buy pizzas for everybody. And I think it would actually be cool for those of you that are club members as well. Be sure to have your digital club card on your phone if you printed it out. That's awesome too. Uh, you know, be sure to represent. I think that'd be that a, way we know. Be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gonna it's <laughs> gonna be great. I'm really excited though, and uh, and and looking forward to it. I Hoping to come back with a lot of loot, a lot of great loot. Yeah, man. I can't wait to hear about that. Speaking of loot, people looted your website. <laughs> hashtag break the internet. What, break the internet, what man. What happened, man? I know. It's amazing. I, You know, I, we, we had to mention this uh, just as part of our kind of news segment on, on Country Squire Radio. Um, as, as you know, uh, occasionally, once every leap year, uh, you know, on the harvest moon during the, you know, Easter tide or whatever, the, you know, the, the esoterica tobaccos come out, right? Oh, <laughs> and, the and, Ark of the Covenant. That's the right. Light beamed down. That's right. It's one yeah. of these things that, you know, the whole the whole world just, just you know, puts on its brakes and immediately stops what it's doing. And, uh, and, you know, of course, we have these esoterica tobaccos that, you know, people... Uh, you know, search after almost like uh, crack, <laughs> and so we had a man just a flood of people. We were able to get our hands on a on a batch. It was kind of belated from uh, the batch that came out for the rest of the rest of the world. Uh, but it was really neat because uh, you know we had uh, a lot of good stuff. You know, we had uh, you know some Stonehaven, uh, you know a little Penzance, Margate, Tilbury, Pembroke, a, a nice nice smattering of things, uh, and, and we had a little bit of each, and and uh, and it it it, uh, it, it broke our website it, it it busted us man that is crazy <laughs> that is crazy you know it's just so funny uh you know when people uh you know i think our you know webmaster who is uh pylorns actually james foster shout out to pylorns uh, a good friend of the show and uh you know he was like you know this is a this is an honor like you know i was frustrated beside myself saying things i'm not proud of and and, and pylorns of course is like you know like that 
this is awesome. Like the people, the people it's a love good the people have. love you so much, and they were so <laughs> after this tobacco that they that they broke you, <laughs> and that was great. We were uh, we were thrilled about that. But um, but but after we got it sorted out, anyway, if you did get on that, uh, man, thank you for uh, ordering your Esoterica tobaccos from us. And um, if you didn't, hopefully next time we don't have any kind of waiting list or anything for that. That's a policy of ours. So. Um, even for our local, you know, customers, they have to purchase it through our website. Uh, once it once it goes out, I just uh, you know send out a little tweet or an Instagram about it, and uh, first come first serve. So uh, you that's, and Kim Kardashian breaking the internet, man. Just well, break, you breaking get, the internet. You need break, to get break, a break photoshopped photo of you, your head over Kim Kardashian that you can put up next time that like people shut down your website. You know what I mean? Oh, I think man. that'd be great. Just just you and little tobacco flying over your head and everything. And what about what about what about a picture of you doing that? No, 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 no. See, this is uh, this is about the shop. This ain't, this ain't about me. This ain't about me. Maybe we can work on that. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> hey, man. So we're you know we of course broadcasting live on Monday nights as we love to do, and uh, you know I, I want to encourage those of you who are tuning in at CountrySquireRadio.com for the live show. Uh, let us know. Keep up with us. Uh, we love we love getting those thoughts and feedback throughout the entire night. Y'all are being very lively over on Twitter at uh, Squire Radio is the Twitter handle. I know a lot of folks uh, have been commenting on the YouTube. YouTube channel, uh, which we, we all, always kind of look at the YouTube comments after the show. But for those that are watching live, if you want to get kind of live comments in, uh, Twitter is kind of the main main thing that we watch. So we'd love to uh, to have you join the conversation as many of you guys are. I think know, that's, I'm uh, so thankful for you. I, I just I have no idea what anything you just said, except I heard the word Twitter and, the, <laughs> and that, that that they can interact with us that way. And well, so, see, this is why we have to have one channel. You know right. what I mean? Like you got no, some shows, right. they got like 30 gazillion different screens up and yeah. they're monitoring Facebook and Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and Snapchat and Snap this and yada, yada, yada. But no, 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 we got... We got one channel. We got one channel. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. You're, you're looking at the producer uh, right right here. That's so, right. Or at yeah. least the live producer. One screen. So, maybe yeah. maybe one at some point we'll uh, we'll have we'll, we'll outsource me if we get a second me if I could pull a Doctor Manhattan then I could be over I don't there. I think the world can handle two of you both. I yeah. Well. I don't know. Let, hold on. Let, let me take this back. I don't I don't think I can handle two. Of you. <laughs> Let's just oh, make this man. very clear. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> uh, all right. So and before we jump into tonight's topic, we got to give some major shout outs tonight. And that is to, we've got, ladies and gentlemen, not one, not two, not three. We got four new Ow! Pipe Club members. It's so great, man. Uh, at the Squire level, big shout out to Mike Armstrong. Man, our dear, dear friend, Mike. Mike, uh, of course, a uh, local local guy. Mike is a local friend. Uh, uh, he's been a pipe smoker since the late 70s. And, uh, man, it started coming to the Country Squire at a very very young age we think a legal young age we're not positive but uh but anyway mike has been a, a dear friend of our shop for a long time and a dedicated listener to country squire radio and uh mean a, a great friend so man mike thanks for uh joining the club at the squire level absolutely we've also got three new pilgrims adrian harper cameron reel and stephen baker Woo! so thank y'all so much welcome to the club your uh your digital club cards and avatars and all that good stuff will be in the mail shortly uh the digital mail that is that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> But we really we want to welcome you all to the club. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And hey, also shout out. We got two new patrons who are uh, helping support the show at a dollar per episode. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Crowder, as well as uh, Kevin Bayhanger. That's right. Bayhanger? Uh, Bayhanger. 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 
you know, hey, <laughs> welcome to the routine. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> big, big thanks to you guys as well. And uh, we need yeah. to start a, a Facebook group for people we've butchered their name for, like a support. There's group. a support group already. Yeah, a community think, of support. You know, people we can kind of point them to resources. Country for, Squire Radio you know. mispronounced my name's anonymous. Yeah. Uh, hi, my yeah. name is, and then they say their name. Maybe we could sell effigies of ourselves that they could burn. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure there's pretty much a black market for that already. <laughs> it's going down, man. <laughs> Work on that. They put the tobacco in it too, so it smells delicious. No, that's right. That's right. It's full of tobacco. Oh man. Well, speaking of tobacco, we have got a a great show planned for you guys tonight. We are addressing kind of a it's in very much kind of the a pipes one hundred and one styled yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, a a an interesting question that newbies may have now. Longtime pipe smokers may think this sounds weird, but remember, think back to the first time that you got tobacco that was not just kind of loose leaf, uh, say like cake tobacco or twist tobacco. That's right. A question probably came to your mind, which is, is it supposed to look like that? <laughs> That's exactly right. John David, is it? Well, you know, sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we thought we'd kind of pull the curtain back on uh, tobacco that isn't loose leaf. You know, we, we think of traditionally uh, like a chopped cut or a ribbon cut right. tobacco as being uh, kind of tr- the traditional way to purchase and consume uh, pipe tobacco. But, you know, uh, once you get kind of your feet wet in the tobacco world and you're uh, starting to dig around a little bit or, you know, maybe you pick up uh, your one of your first tins of tobacco and you shake it before you open it and it, it doesn't sound, it, it, it sounds kind of clunky. There's something kind of rad in there rather than just kind of sliding around you're like man what is what is going on here um and and so we yeah we thought we'd kind of take a look under the hood of these uh tobacco cuts that are not not just loose leaf so this is going to be kind of a a broad overview of those tobaccos just a a, a 101 episode um and, and we'd love you know for those of uh our listeners and and friends that are you know more uh, maybe more advanced or more well versed in the worlds of tobacco, as we kind of talk about different uh, different forms of tobacco and how you know you consume them and uh, the the purpose of them and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, l- let us know, uh, you know, maybe what some of your favorites are in that kind of genre or that you know that area of tobacco. Um, and uh, and you, and you might even have some other ones that uh, that we've missed as well, so that you that you'd want to talk of as well. So I'm I'm excited, man. I, yeah. I see you've got almost kind of like a little Easter basket yeah, full of kinda, goodies. I right. I kind of feel like this is a you know my little um, cornucopia of deliciousness. And by the way, for the it's for like the a nicotine cornucopia for the listeners, of course, uh, just to, <laughs> to kind of give a little bit of context here. So yeah. so at the moment to, to store the uh, the demos that you'll be kind of talking through tonight. That's right. Uh, you've got them actually in the scale. Yeah, and, of course, uh, our, our ancient uh, scale uh, balance uh, that we've got here at the shop that we weigh all our pipe tobacco on. Um, I think this thing was made in the mid '60s, maybe the they, early '60s. Uh, yeah, yeah, the '60s, um, as in like the original like '60s, the 1860s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, we've got uh, just kind of sitting here in the in the pan of the scale, uh, you know, a few different uh, types of tobacco. Ooh. So oh, let's go ahead and talk about a, a few different ones. And um, I I, I kind of debated on the best way to uh, walk through this because you've got uh, you know tobaccos that are. Uh, more popular than others as far as you know cuts go and their the way they're produced but then also uh, you know some some forms of tobacco kind of derive from other forms so I think I'm going to take that take that kind of track as far as we go this will make sense as a as I um, as I talk but, sure. um, so first I want to talk about plug tobacco okay so y- y- you open your tin of tobacco and um, and you've got this this thing in there that looks kind of like a brownie 
Okay. And and, and you you kind of want to eat it, but you know if you do, you'll probably wind up at your local uh your local uh Catholic <laughs> hospital like at like at St. Dominic's here in Jackson. Well, I got to be Catholic yeah. hospital. I I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying I, I I'm I'm just so First glad Baptist and Methodists are, are all upset with you right now. No, I know, I'm not, I know. I just don't know if they treat someone with a you know a tobacco, a tobacco leaf that, in, their, right. in, their, in, right. in their stomach. But uh yeah, it, it's funny. I always uh joke with people. It's like I'm so glad we're 3 blocks from uh from St. Dominic's our our sweet little Catholic hospital here that uh that the nuns run because uh they would take good care of you if you uh smoked the um you know the little crumbs of tobacco on the bottom of the floor here at the shop so anyway uh so plug tobacco uh, it's kind of interesting i I love i love this and if you're watching live i've actually got a brick of plug tobacco a really big brick uh of plug tobacco here this is this is great plug tobacco uh, is actually whole leaf tobacco. Okay, so so when you, when you're thinking of uh, tobacco that's been traditionally prepared, you've got leaves that are kind of chopped up, or mm. or you know the most common is probably a ribbon cut, uh, some type of shredded leaf. Um, and and in in a plug environment and in in all flakes, really the genesis of it is going to be something like this. It's going to be a brick of tobacco where whole you know, entire leaves of tobacco have been placed one on top of the other yeah. uh, and then put under just a tremendous amount of pressure uh, and, and, and typically some heat too, depending on the, the leaf. But you want to you take a look yeah, at that? Yeah, so but, just kind of from a visual standpoint, if you're looking like straight on top of it, I mean, overall, yeah. like you said, brownie is probably like the best way to describe it. But yeah. if you look at the very top, if you can imagine when you're raking your yard uh, and you just kind of st- Stomped on some leaves, yeah. like what that flattened yeah. leaf looks like. That's what it looks like on top. It's, it's just whole leaf. That's and for what it is. this particular plug tobacco, um, it's got kind of a dark, light, dark kind of thing going on right now. So That's if you can right. imagine two dark brownies uh, sandwiched over what would be kind of a, a lighter brownie or maybe some sort of uh, delicious. Yeah, it's almost caramel. like a yeah. It, it uh, basically the darker leaves kind of flank the outsides of this brownie, and then you've got the middle filling center that's a that's a lighter leaf. Uh, on this one, it's a um, just a nice uh, soft Virginia. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what tobacco this is. Actually, oh, okay. I, I, I would like maybe our live listeners to, to maybe guess. You want to guess is. it? I don't know. Um, I, I, can they see that bow? Yeah, on our, yeah, yeah. On our, you can see uh, it. Screen. Anyway, yeah, I'd I'd be real interested to see uh, if uh, if anyone could guess what that is. Y'all put but, your guesses in. We'll we'll see if we can pull um, them up uh, later so, on the show. So, plug tobacco is is you know you open your tin of tobacco. Is my tobacco supposed to look like this? Well, it is if it's plug tobacco. Uh, <laughs> plug tobacco again. You're looking at a brick, um, and and you've got this brick of leaves, and and it's whole leaves. You can actually see the leaves that are in there uh, in their entire form. The um you know the veins running through the leaves, and uh, you know maybe different uh, little little shoots coming off the side of the leaf and that type of thing. And so plug tobacco, you know, they press it like this. It's so incredibly easy to tote with you. Matter of fact, it's really popular uh, for folks that do a lot of work for a living. Um, you know, hard, you know, manual labor type work. We've got, uh, I'm sorry, several, folks who do a lot of work for a living that real work, not like you, not like how you and I work, but like, you know, <laughs> re, re, real work. Like, you know, I'm actually going to sweat when I work. Right. Right. Like right. coal mining, you know, manly man. No, that's right. Uh, actually, it, it's funny. Some of our, um, most loyal plug tobacco consumers here at the, at the Squire are, uh, folks in the military, uh, folks either in the guard or full-time military. They like to be able to throw, uh, their little brick of plug tobacco 
in their you know, uh, backpack or, you know, bag or whatever. Um, and that way, or knapsack as it were. Yeah. Cause if um, they ever run out of ammo, they just chop a little bit off and you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, put you, that the pistol and you're uh, fine. That, that would hurt. That would hurt if you got hit with that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so they, you can do it and then just, uh, cut it up with a, with a pocket knife. It's really, really easy to do. But, um, so anyway, you've got this, uh, this big chunk of plug tobacco and that's, uh, that's kind of what that, what that looks like now. So we think of, okay, is my tobacco supposed to look like that? Imagine if plug tobacco were sliced in, in little, little slices, almost like you took a loaf of bread and then sliced it. Okay. okay? Yeah. That would be the most common form of tobacco that is actually not uh, loose leaf tobacco. And that is what we call flake tobacco. Also known as the stuff that looks like bacon. That's right. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, most people, when they think of, uh, you know, some type of tobacco that isn't loose leaf, you know, they think of a flake tobacco. Flake tobacco starts out as a plug like this. So it starts out as something that uh, is really, you know, pressed into these bricks. Uh, and then typically by these giant machines that, uh, you know, have incredible precision, um, you know, th- this is a flake, uh, luxury Navy flake, actually, from our friends at, at Peter Stokeby, uh, Scandinavian tobacco group good friends of the show and so luxury navy flake they actually uh take the plug like this and they will slice it into little slivers and so uh if you open your tin of tobacco and and look at it you've got uh you know little slivers of of leaf that are uh cut against the grain uh like that and so it's uh you know just kind of against the leaf it's cool if you ever have the the opportunity uh and i wish i had one with us today because occasionally you know i do just at the store um but if you ever have the opportunity to open a full box of luxury Navy Flake uh, from Peter Stokeby, you can open the the full uh, the full box unopened, and when you look at it, you can see where it's a giant plug that has been cut into these slices and all the slices are in order of I mean it looks it looks just like this like this plug bow but but you can see the slices there on top of it so it's like it's like if you slice this and left it in the same exact order that it's in like a blooming uh, onion except yeah, I guess yeah. it's sliced all the way through yeah yeah and yeah. you don't dip it in that uh, that nasty sauce yeah so, <gasps> I we'll talk about it later oh <laughs> so um so the the flake tobacco starts out as, as this plug um and then you know of course you've got different uh you know different cuts of flake and so uh you know the stokeby luxury navy flake this is kind of a just a regular thin cut flake i think that's probably the most popular um if you're a, a mcclellan fan you'll notice that mcclellan tobaccos always come in a broken flake that typically is a little more thick cut or uh you know it's kind of a kind of a chunkier cut the um the esoterica tobaccos as well you'll think of uh of the um, the Penzance in particular, mm. uh, kind of a thick, uh, moist, uh, chunky cut in that in that tobacco, and 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 you've got you know different ones that kind of go from there. So th- there's variations of this, of course. Uh, you might open a tin, and the tobacco is uh, you know kind of uh, you, you could tell it was a flake form at one point, um, but it's kind of torn apart, and we typically call that ready rubbed tobacco, right, uh, right, or or a broken flake. So. You know is, that, that's, that, that's, that's kind of Faulkner flake is right. Uh, that's right. That's okay. right. We yeah. actually don't sell Faulkner flake anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't. But but yes, tobacco if we, if lost we did, the time right there. if if we did, that's right. Then then it would be a, a broken flake. Um. So anyway, you've kind of got kind of got these two, uh, kissing cousins here, <laughs> the 
the um you know plug We're tobacco. From Mississippi, we can't use that. No, oh, no, we can. We do all the time. Uh, so <laughs> you've got the uh, the plug tobacco, and of course the flake tobacco. That's kind of the derivative of the plug tobacco. So I feel like we just saw an evolution. We did. Right before our eyes. We did. Snap. It, we need someone to do that. And then it's evolving. It right. It's super effective. Um, and then, so, uh, uh, kind of on the on another side of the spectrum, a lot of mm. times folks will open a, a tin of tobacco, and there's all these little coins or medallions in there. Um, Pepperonis. And, and the little the little pepperoni tobaccos. Yeah. And, um, and so, it, all those tobaccos and tobaccos uh, like it uh, generally start as a twist or a rope. Sausage. Um, and so, think of, uh, if you're if you're listening to the podcast right now and not watching uh think of like a basically a huge chunk of sausage it looks i i feel like like i should eat that with like some eggs and a biscuit oh yeah you kidding me (laughs) but it's like it's like a big chunk of sausage Mm. like like a kielbasa sausage or something it's uh it's just really nice uh typically what what's done here are the whole leaves of tobacco are are rolled up around each other and then twisted into giant ropes, okay? So um, you, you can find this in a few forms. This is uh, actually a twist tobacco that's uh, that, I, that I won't identify uh, as, as of now. But the whole leaves are put in kind of a bundle, rolled up, and then twisted into giant... Uh, kind of a giant lace, uh, you know, just a just a giant rope, and uh, and this one is really big. This is kind of what would look like, uh, you know, if you slice that, and then um, you know, it wound up being, uh, you know, that size of a pepperoni or something. The one that you've got right here is it's it's larger than most of the twist tobaccos that I've seen. That's right. Um, That's right. But it is a it is it is a beauty. And you know, one of the things I love about the twist tobacco is when you 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 first kind of educated me about it. You talked about how like you know back in the day, you know sailors like would get paid in twist tobacco, and the idea is that you had like a length of it they would slice off. No, that's right. And it would be essentially their payment at the end of the day. That's right. That's I think right. That's so cool. Yeah, I, twist tobacco is one of the oldest forms of tobacco, uh, particularly amongst a lot of the um, the old navy tradition because it was just such an easy way to to ration out tobacco. You know, you give away a lot of tobacco, well, you just slice it up by the inch and, and get it out there. And, you know, folks could put it in little, uh, you know, little containers and flavor it with their favorite rum or, uh, you know, whatever they, whatever they had on hand. But, um, but this actually, you know, is a, is a tobacco that is going to be, because it's so big, this is over an inch in diameter. Uh, typically tobaccos like this for you and I to consume it are going to be cut into medallions like this. And so when you open the tin, and you see your twist tobacco, you, you, you know, like this, it's going to be cut. Uh, a lot of folks call this a coin cut, uh, medallions, a, a curly cut, spun cut. There's I mean, all it's kinds a pepperoni. Of, it's, it's a little pepperoni. <laughs> That's all it is. And, uh, and so, you know, it starts out as this uh, beautiful uh, kind of, you know, log of tobacco. And then it winds up in this little, uh, this little thing. And you prepare it the exact same way you would a twist tobacco. Just kind of run um, it up. Just kind of, just kind of tear it apart. A lot of folks with the, with the coin style uh, like this, the medallion, they'll actually fold it into what they call a little cannonball, uh, which is kind of nice. And so you can, uh, you know, just kind of fold it in, until it turns into a little ball, uh, and then you know, once it's in the little ball form, just kind of poke it down in your pipe. Interesting. Uh, it's kind of nice too. You can even put a couple in there on top of each other, and and it tends to be a nice way to keep the pipe lit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If it's twit, like. Uh, uh, wow, I would have never thought that. 
Yeah, I've got to try that next time because I've I've um, I'm somebody who really like likes I guess the ribbon cut. And yeah. So like it's like it must look exactly like the ribbon it cut. It has to look for- like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it is hard. You know, you've got a lot of folks that uh, you know we, we've talked about before with uh, you know the flake tobaccos. You know, they'll take a flake and then just fold it and shove it in their pipe. I, I've always had trouble keeping a pipe like that lit. Um, you know, I've always had to kind of tear it apart and and put it in there. But with the medallions, it seems to work pretty good if you just kind of kind of take it in your hand and keep folding that little coin until it looks, you know, kind of like a ball and you can kind of just mash it into a ball and just gently poke it in your pipe. I would have been, all right, so so maybe this is kind of a, you know, a newbie type of question, but it's a, it's a pipe smoking one-on-one. If you were to take the medallion style, roll it into a bowl, put it in your pipe. That's right. Would you want to give it like a minute or two right. to expand first before actually lighting it? Because as you twist it, yeah, I mean, like sure. even, even the ball you just made, I, I noticed on the table, you put it down. Yeah, it's already kind of kind of blooming. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like if I a, lit a, it. Another thing too is once you apply fire to it, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to do that even more. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that about flake tobacco. It's one of the most magical things of smoking flake tobacco is uh, you apply that flame to it and and those pressed up leaves, all of a sudden they kind of they kind of expand and they'll start to bubble over the top of the of the rim of the pipe. It's it's one of my gosh. I'm I'm geeking I'm geeking out I'm geeking out about it right now. Even it's it, it's an art. It's uh it really is a beautiful process. But um it, but anyway the I I, I like this visual because you can kind of see you know you've got the the plug that turns into the flake and then the giant you know twist roll that kind of you know turns into the coin. Uh, and, and I think that's just a nice way to visualize it. Um, of course, you know, then you've got, uh, the rope tobacco, the, the twist tobacco like this, that, uh, tends to be much smaller, more moist and dense. Uh, and of course we sell that as twist tobacco. So you can buy a tobacco like this, like this log here, but typically, uh, when you buy it by the inch or by the length, uh, it tends to be a little smaller in diameter. Of course, at the Squire, we sell that as the, you know, the Gaywith and Hogarth, like this black cherry twist here. Uh, you know, it comes in just kind of a giant roll like this. But this is the same principle. It's just tobacco that's been, uh, you know, rolled up into, you know, just a giant coil. Now that one looks like um, a snake. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a nasty, dirty snake. Well, plus you got a lot of, like, <laughs> a lot of times I'll come in and you're kind of down to the end. And, yeah. You, know, you just got a little bit on there. It's kind of like hanging on, kind yeah. of like a worm. No, that's it. That's it. But, but now you got like a full snake but th- on This right is now. like the full, the full python. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, this is uh, Gaywith and Hogarth uh, Black Cherry Twist. We've also uh, got a Sweet Maple and a Sweet Whiskey and then the uh, Brown Number 4 Kindle Twist uh, that we sell here. And, and typically the traditional way for these to be sold is by the inch, uh, although nowadays, and we sell them by the inch, although nowadays a lot of folks sell these by by weight. It's the same kind of uh, kind of uh, process here. You know, you've got a the uh, larger twist tobacco that's been spun real tightly uh, and then turned into the coin. Uh, and then you've got these rope tobaccos that, you know, basically are just kind of kind of on their own. And then you, uh, you know, cut them up and and uh, and smoke them. Our friend, actually, Mark VV, we talked, uh, mentioned Mark earlier in the show, but um, Mark actually put out a great video uh, not too long ago. I don't know if it's on uh, for general, uh, vi- you know, use. I'm on sure Mark VV is, or whatever. I'm sure he he's very good or something, on the YouTube but, pipe community. But, but Mark, Mark was great. He actually ordered some of this and uh, and experimented with it for quite a while and has some really good tips for if you are smoking uh, twist tobacco uh, in its form, not in a medallion style form, but in this kind of uh, you know rope form. Typically, you know, you'll see it in these smaller, kind of more moist 
uh, harder twists. But um, Mark uh, had some great tips on kind of how to how to prepare that, you know, best mm. to keep it lit for your pipe and all that. So, so I'd, I'd recommend, um, you know, kind of checking out resources like that. Let me ask you, if, if I was to purchase uh, some of the, the twist tobacco, I'm looking at that maple in particular. If I was to, to purchase Suck some, choke a goat. <laughs> so strong. <laughs> do you? Would you? Or, or would the local tobacconist actually cut it into medallions for me? Like I, I don't know that I have the tools to do that. You know, honestly, you know what you really need is just a really sharp knife. Um, what about cigar cutter? A cigar cutter can work. It can work, but um, oh, but I guess it kind of like pushes it out. It does. I, I think what f- some folks find with the cigar cutter is that it doesn't get it quite as fine as you might want it. And so, you know, you cut it with the cigar cutter, uh, but then you might want to, um, you know, tear it more into some shreds in order to get it uh, just in a real fine cut. And so uh, what, what Mark did, he actually took a very sharp knife and kind of uh, sliced it almost like you'd slice a like a carrot or an onion or something, but just at, a, at, at the finest uh, little, you know, uh, thickness that he could get it. And then once he got it there, he kind of even started to pull it apart and kind of separate some of the inner leaves and the inner portion of the twist from the outer leaves that were kind of drier on the outside. And a lot of the outer leaves he actually discarded uh, because they just weren't as weren't as easy to chop up. They weren't as fresh and didn't kind of ribbon out the way he wanted to. So really interesting. You just kind of have to experiment with those uh, with those twists. That's the beauty of buying something like... Um, you know, the uh, this is a luxury bullseye flake. There's also uh, stuff like a Scudo that's out there. Um, but you've got, uh, you know, these medallions that, you know, where they kind of have done the work for you in, in that. It's a big and they uh, look beautiful medallion. Too. It's real, always a real satisfying thing to open a can of tobacco and uh, and just find those little coins in there. So really, really pretty cool. One other form of tobacco uh, that I'll talk about that we, um, you know, if you open your tin of tobacco, uh, and and is it supposed to look like that? <laughs> right, right. And 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 it is if it is called a crumble cake. <laughs> okay, this now, is good. Yeah. Now, now a crumble cake. A lot of folks are like, well, isn't that the same thing as a plug? Right. Right. Okay. So I've got here a tin of Cajun cake. Now this, uh, you talk about something that could take you know choke a, a billy goat. <laughs> uh, Cajun cake. It's made by Cornell and Deal. Uh, really good stuff. But again, uh, just super, super strong. It's uh, the description on it is, uh, and I think we've actually done a. I feel like we have maybe a tobacco, tobacco talk, talk on yeah. this before. But a um, it says naturally sweet red Virginias and touch of everyone's favorite Cajun spice, Louisiana Perique, pressed into a crumble cake. Crumble cakes are where they've taken tobacco that has already been ribbon cut. Okay, it's already been ribbon cut or chopped or cube cut or something like that. And, and and then once they make the blend that they're after, then they press that blend into a cake. Okay. So so it looks when you when you open the tin, it looks very similar to a plug. But the difference is the plug is a whole leaf. Okay. So plug, this is these are whole leaves that have been pressed together. Uh, and and typically in layers, and so they can kind of you know achieve this dramatic effect of uh, doing you know maybe a Burley and then a Cavendish and then a Virginia or a Latakia or whatever the, the Neapolitan uh, yeah it's the Neapolitan uh, tobacco form that, yeah, that's, yeah yeah that's right um, but with a crumble cake you've actually got you know the the idea is it, it, it's being pressed it's going to look like that little brownie but but it's actually all a bunch of little chopped you know leaves that are in there the moose tracks uh, and the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the rocky road, as it were. The rocky, uh, right, that's, rocky right, road, yeah. that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and so that that's kind of the difference there. Typically, uh, crumble cakes are are real easy to tear apart. Uh, they're just not held together with as much 
firmness because it's you know it's just already chopped up leaves that are there but they go they undergo a similar amount of uh of pressure and again sometimes heat uh or flavoring uh as well as that and so um anyway just kind of interesting uh different ways you know there's all kinds of methods out there like uh you know to uh, to prepare these different tobaccos typically with a crumble cake you know the pressure that it's gone under um is gonna you know help the flavors mature, mm. marry together, and just become more consistent, maybe sweeter over time. You know, you, you are going to have to, uh, you know, there is no folding and stuffing this or anything like that. You are going to have to tear this apart uh, and, and kind of get it into its constituent, uh, you know, form before you put it in your pipe. And so that's kind of kind of how that works. So um, I'm, I'm curious about the packaging for a crumble cake versus a plug. Um, yeah. It, would you would it be expected that like plug tobacco would need to be in a square type casing versus crumble cake, which can go either way? You, you, you would you would think maybe so, but I've seen it I've seen it happen all kinds of different ways. Okay. You know, I, I've seen uh, plugs like this uh, packaged in the Cornell and Deal style, McClellan style tin uh, that kind of looks like a little can. Uh, I've seen plugs, uh, you know come uh, just shrunk wrapped like shrink wrapped with uh, almost like a you know little cellophane wrap around right, it right, uh, you yeah. know like something you really would get at a bakery <laughs> perhaps um and, and and then and then crumble cakes you know that, that that's a plug crumble cakes uh you know typically are going to come in these uh, kind of can styles at least in the modern american market because they they do they do you know as their name would imply they do crumble up pretty easily they uh, tear apart real easily. So, you know, even when you open your first can of crumble cake tobacco, you'll see this little brownie in there, but it's it's pretty common to find a few, you know, shards of the tobacco kind of laying off to the side here or there, um, because it is going to, um, it's, it's a loose tobacco that's been, that's just been pressed into a, a, a lot of pressure. But, you know, through shipping and other things, you know, you'll see little flakes of it come off. Man, so that Cornell deal, crumble cake right there? Uh, Cajun cake. Cajun yes. cake? Yes, which is a crumble cake. So it's, it's it's tearing up my cake when I'm with you. That's and when we are apart, I feel it too. Sorry, oh, I couldn't even do it. Couldn't even hold it together. It's terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. Well, so. I'll tell you what's not terrible, and that is all of this, man. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of great stuff to to take a look at. One of the things that we try to do with these pipe smoking one on one episodes is is kind of you know answer some of those basic questions and walk through some of the things that, like I said, most of you guys, uh, as as y'all been listening, some of the old timers, some of the long time pipe uh, enthusiasts. You know, this is this is all you you know this left and right. But the great thing is that you've got great suggestions that we've been seeing coming through on the uh, on the Twitter and 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 likewise. And so we want to encourage you this week. Head over to Facebook. Head over to Twitter. Let us know what is your favorite cut. What is your favorite style of tobacco, and uh, and why. Why, why do you uh, pr- prefer the, the twist versus the, the crumble cake? Let, yeah. let us know what your thoughts are. We'd love to share that out. I like that. Yeah. And the great thing is, is while you are, like, let's say you, you pick up some, uh, you know, some, the, the, some ribbon, but, but you also pick up a crumble cake, maybe a plug, perhaps some twist tobacco. You're going to be trying a lot of different tobaccos while you're trying all of these different cuts. And when you do that, you want to make sure that you're trying them not in the same like briar pipe that's going to like, you know, mess with all the flavors. Well, it's going to ghost, right? It's going to, it's gonna, like that cast iron skill. It's going to season over time. Exactly. You want a pure taste when you're trying new tobacco. That's right. And you don't get a pure taste than you do when you are smoking tobacco with an excellent, exquisite corn cob pipe from 
Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. Uh, Missouri Meerschaum, of course, uh, good friends of Country Squire Radio. They make uh, just dozens of different types of pipes, uh, you know, shapes and styles, finishes uh, from the traditional all the way to the, to the um, you know, pushing the envelope of, of pipe style all, all the way to the goofy and exotic. So uh, tonight we're talking about the Missouri Pride. Uh, Missouri Beautiful. Pride tobacco, just a real, real uh, elegant uh, corn cob pipe tobacco or corn cob, uh, <laughs> corn cob pipe. Uh, you know, it, it, it's what you think of when you think of that uh, that frosty the snowman pipe. It's just got a real it nice, really is isn't real it? nice yeah. billiard billiard style bowl uh, with the uh, you know where you can kind of see where the kernels have been uh, removed from the cob. There uh, uh, generally uh, they're pretty pretty generous portion bowls, uh, medium to large size, uh, with that uh, nice wooden shank and then. Uh, and then the black stem uh, on there as well. So it, the, the great thing about a lot of Missouri Meerschaum pipes is that they uh, have the option of using a filter if you like. Uh, the great thing is you don't have to use a filter, uh, and, and so you can take that out uh, if, if you prefer. But um, but anyway, just well-constructed pipe, uh, Missouri Pride pipe. It comes in a bent and a straight variety, and, uh, and we highly recommend it, particularly if you want uh, a chamber of your pipe that's going to hold enough tobacco to give you a really good uh, first impression of what that tobacco tastes like. I tell you what, I know it's nowhere near Christmas, but hey, let's do this. If you've got a Missouri Pride pipe and you're smoking it this week, find a top hat, put that on. Or was it a straw hat? It was an old top hat. It was a top, top hat. Find a top hat, put it on, enjoy that while you're smoking your uh, Missouri Pride. Take a picture of it, tweet us, we'll retweet that out. It's a great way to show some love for the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum who have been so wonderful by showing their love to helping make this show happen. So again, check them out, Missouri Meerschaum. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question, question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from Shane Folden, who writes in saying, Hey guys, I have been smoking a pipe for about a year and have always wondered, is it bad to smoke half bowls rather than load up full bowls? Uh, time constraints, nagging responsibilities, not sure if it messes up the cake buildup or causes uneven wear. Also, I feel that when I pack my bowls tightly, the tobacco tastes better. It does, however, go out due to being overpacked. What am I missing? Love the show and can't wait to hear your answers. Also, can't wait to, for some county seat and second breakfast. Be well, Shane Folden. Man, Shane, thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for hollering, man. Well, we'd love to get you some county seat and second breakfast tobacco. Um, yeah, so you know, a lot of folks, uh, you know, have this idea. Okay, you know, I, I load my pipe up. 
uh, you know, uh, do I have to smoke it all the way down to the bottom, right? And so, uh, of course, a, a purist and, uh, you know, what a lot of folks are going to say is, well, you, you know, you really need to, you know, have an even cake on your pipe. And so you need to smoke it all the way to the bottom. What, what a lot of folks have realized, though, over time is that with a really big pipe bowl, uh, you know, you might find a really uh, nice pipe that you enjoy, a big bowl, uh, but but you don't always want to smoke it completely full. And so you can do this a couple ways. You can either just fill it halfway and smoke it uh, to the bottom and build a nice even layer of cake on the bottom portion uh, of the pipe. Or if you do happen to, to fill the pipe all the way to the top and smoke the the first half of it. Um, you know, honestly, that that can be okay. Uh, that that can be okay. What a lot of folks uh, I've noticed have started doing over the years is they will pack their pipe completely to the top with no intent of smoking the bottom half. Okay, and and, and the theory, from what I understand, and just you know from from you know listening at the water cooler, I guess is you know the. The, the bottom half of that tobacco almost acts as like a trap to catch all the uh, the moisture, almost like a filter. You know, it kind of mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of collecting all the moisture and uh, and just gunk that doesn't taste very good. And so you fill it up and then you just kind of assume that once you get halfway through, uh, you know, you'll you'll throw the rest out. And, um, you know, pipe tobacco is not very expensive. And so, you know, you can do that kind of thing regularly if you if you want to. Are you going to build an uneven layer of cake if you do that? Well, well, yeah, you you are. Um, you know, the top portion of your pipe is going to uh, build more cake than the bottom portion. Is that a, a a complete disaster? You know, no, not really. If you're someone like me that tends to be real, um, you know, OCD about things, you might uh, be concerned about building more of an even layer of cake in your pipe. But, um, you know, but overall, I think a lot of folks really do enjoy uh, just kind of not having to worry about that. And, and as long as you uh, do clean, as long as the cake is even, so is, as far as the diameter goes. And so let's say on the bottom of your bowl, uh, there's hardly any cake at all, but the top portion of the bowl, there's a good bit of cake. Um, you know, just make sure that over time you're kind of kind of carving that cake to where it's it's very even um and and you should be just fine so half bowls uh, half bowls are underrated and they, they really are like you know a lot of folks they're like oh i'm not going to smoke my pipe right now because i don't have time well no smoke your pipe just smoke a half bowl you know smoke a quarter bowl you know I- even even smoke your favorite pipe even if your favorite pipe is one of these you know daverns that we sell that you know are as big as a golf club like man pull out your favorite pipe and 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 put some tobacco in it and and and, and smoke it all right, fair enough. I, I was gonna say, and and this is just the way I do it. But I mean, I've got a lot of different pipes with a lot of different size bowls, and so that's always like yeah. in, in my consideration if I'm about to smoke. If I don't have a whole lot of time, I've got kind of smaller bowled pipes for that exact reason. Like there's one pipe in particular that is a massive bowl that I have not had the time to sit down and just like enjoy. Yeah, so true. it probably hasn't been smoked in over two years. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of one of those things. And I get that. I get that. And some larger bowl pipes are easier to enjoy a little tobacco out of than others. You know, you've got... (laughs) <laughs> the memes are, are, are fantastic. Uh, uh, you know, you've got some uh, some large bowl pipes. You almost have to put a ton of tobacco in them to enjoy them properly uh, because they're so wide. Um, you know, some large bowl pipes are really just large because they're so deep. Uh, and with, you know, bowls like that, you can really... 
um, you know, pack the bowl just full of however much you want and uh, and go go on with it like that. So, um, but anyway, half bowls are half bowls are fine. You know, I I'm I, I kind of know my limits on that pretty well, and so a lot of times, and I'm real bad about this, or you know, just regularly do this. I'll I'll just uh, pack my pipe half full. Uh, and then smoke it all the way to the bottom, and that's that's something that I do pretty regularly. Um, and uh, and you know, building that uh, little bit of uneven cake, you know, it's fine as long as you maintain it. Plus, you always want to pack them half full, never half empty. That that's right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> um, man, he did have another portion of the question here, uh, talking about the. Uh, yeah, you know, tight tastes Shane, better. Yeah, but he, he thought the if he packs it tightly, it kind of tastes better. But maybe he's having a little trouble. Uh, keeping it lit because it's overpacked. Sure. Um, you know, I think honestly, with that, you're kind of you're kind of just getting into a rhythm thing. I, I've always found that my pipe actually stays lit uh, easier if it's tightly packed. And so now maybe you know you're going a lot tighter than that. I don't I don't know, but um, you know the the um, I think it's going to depend on the tobacco. You know, you've got some leaves that are moist, some that are really dry. You know, just kind of the dance that's going on inside of that bowl while you're smoking it uh, is going to dictate how that how that um, how it tastes. So, um, you know, I think with that, you're just going to have to experiment and kind of find work, what works for you. Excellent question, Shane. That's so good. Thank you so much for sending that in. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it in. CSR is not actually uh, the email. That was the old email. It's That's right. That's right. Show. Show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire question. Quick fire question. We actually got two folks sending in quick fire questions. Oh, great. Uh, from the forums over at thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com, great online community we'll be telling you about here in a minute. But first, quick fire questions. All right, uh, the first one comes in from Mafresa. Mafresa? M F R E S A. Mafresa. Who says uh, cheese sauce or tomato sauce, specifically talking pasta? Uh, tomato sauce. Yeah, definitely tomato sauce. Yeah, no, absolutely. That cheese sauce has its has its uh has its place, or maybe a uh, he like might a be talking sauce. about like Alfredo yeah, kind of yeah, sauce. Yeah. You know, I like those sauces, but I, I I don't know the traditionalist in me and uh you know someone that likes more heavy flavors maybe in the food. Yeah, uh, yeah the tomato sauce. Like I feel like I need to know what that third component is. You know what I mean? Because like if it's if it's like beef or sausage or something like that, you gotta yeah, you have want you want tomato, tomato base. Yeah. But if you're like if you're talking like shrimp or seafood, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really into that kind of creamier maybe that makes sense. Uh, sauce as well so but yeah. uh yeah i'll go tomato sauce with you uh these these last couple come from the pipe dean who says all right when you write do you prefer a pen or pencil pen fountain pen i like pencil so i can erase i'm not i don't <laughs> you don't just squiggle it out and then that's all i ever do yeah because <laughs> i don't have anything important to write anyway you know the funny thing is i've, I've switched up now i go pen and uh and specifically post-it notes because the great thing about post-it notes is you can always like replace the different words and everything. Right, right. I, I, but I'm I'm a little bit over. Yeah, go into Bo's office down at uh, Pottery Studios. It's, 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 <laughs> right. it's a lot of fun because he's he's literally written on everything that can be written on uh-huh. and erased. It, it's it, it's it's kind of neat. Like if, if there's a window in the office, it's it has some form of writing on it, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, all, all my plans for world domination are all over. <laughs> all right, so short driving, um, interstate or back roads. Interstate. Typically, I'm in a hurry wherever I go, and typically the interstate's the quickest way to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back roads. I've had way too many bad experiences on back roads. Yeah, you yeah. know, you end up you end up in a place you don't know where it is. It's late at night. You get your car stuck in the, the ground. You have to hitchhike. Yep. You get chased by dogs. It's three a.m. in Tennessee somewhere. <laughs> 
So are you? Is this a song? No, you, it, it should be. <laughs> I was like, are you quoting a song that I should know about? The same summer, some I got, lame country song. I got stuck out in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee twice. And this was like long before the days of like smartphones and like easy GPS and everything. And they were they both times they were at like three a.m. and I had no gas. Yeah, but I'm here now. Thank no, God. somehow you made it. Yeah. Thank God. No, that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then finally, Italian dinner, uh, cheesy breadsticks or garlic bread? Uh, garlic bread. If you're talking Italian dinner... Yeah, no, a legit Italian dinner, uh, garlic bread. Yeah, if, you, if you're talking about like a side to go with you know, pizza it, it, because you've had a six-pack of beer, <laughs> then cheesy that, bread. That's technically Italian. Yeah. No, it is. Okay, that's fair. It is. Whatever. Uh, yeah, garlic bread... I'm with you. Cheesy, cheesy breadsticks. I kind of feel like cheesy breadsticks is kind of a Midwestern thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they throw cheese on everything. Much love to our Midwestern listeners. But y'all I, y'all throw cheese on everything. Is that kind of like we deep fry everything yeah, but down see, in the South? the difference is... Down the dirty South? When we deep, fried south. deep fry everything, we include something called spice. Now, that's something that Midwesterners don't know about. Ooh, man. Now, look, I, 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 I think there might be so many uh, people bristling at this right No, now. I know, I know. Look, I, our, right. our first audience came from Grand Rapids, which <laughs> I, I know who I'm talking to. And look, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm married no, into the Midwest. That, so I know, I, know, I know how y'all do food. Cheese, carbs, but maybe, maybe, maybe not, not quite as much spice as you would prefer. I'm, I'm telling you, salt, pepper, great. Tony's better. You know, just just okay. consider it. Okay. Consider it. That's great. All right. So that's quick fire questions for this week. Again, uh, big ups to uh, Imfresa. Imfresa? Imfresa. Imfresa. And the pipe dean over at thispipelife.com. By the way, guys, if you're not on thispipelife.com, you absolutely should be. It's an amazing online community built and set up just for you. Yes, you, pipe enthusiasts out there. Uh, check it out. In fact, when you log into thispipelife.com, be sure to use the code CSR. Uh, when you register, it lets the folks over there know that you heard about it here. And not only, by the way, can you engage with them on their website, but they got social channels on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are, This Pipe Life is here to help connect you with other folks just like you. So check it out, thispipelife.com. Again, use the code CSR when you register. And I'll also mention this too. We'll be sure to post it out on Facebook and Twitter this week uh, because if, if you're looking for where the quick fire question forum is, uh, where that, that link, where that uh, chain is, I'll be sure to send that out and just kind of that way you have a direct link. And for those of you, by the way, who are sending in new questions, I know Pappy Joe, you, you messaged me saying, hey, I, I put some new ones in there. We're getting to them, but we always try to go in the order that they come in so we don't miss anybody. That's right. So uh, so y'all check them out. Again, thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR when you register. Your Your thoughts, thoughts, your your comments, comments. listener feedback. Man, so so much listener feedback gold tonight. Yeah. So we got some great listener feedback. The Twitterverse is going crazy right now. (laughs) Absolutely crazy. I'm so proud of you, Twitter. Let's let's start start with the tame stuff. We've got several people uh, enjoying and... (laughs) And, and and talking about some of their fl- favorite uh, tobaccos that that aren't uh, general you know ribbon cut tobaccos. Uh, our friend uh, Brad Hocker, the Love Doctor, good friend of the show, uh, he's enjoying right now some Stokeby Luxury Twist Flake. And uh, Brad, that's actually what I'm smoking right now too. Um, a, a little secret I'll let you in on. I hate the stuff, and and, oh. and and I tried it again tonight, just kind of kind of giving myself an opportunity to 
uh, reacquaint myself with it. For some reason, every time I smell Luxury Twist Flake, um, it just smells like a barn. Uh, and and it, I can't wait to get to more of our listener feedback because Bo is is uh, having con- trouble containing himself here. Um, we've got uh, several folks they talking about uh, you know uh, the old dark fired flake. Uh, you've got uh, you know dark fired Kentucky uh, Wessex brick uh, is really good. I like the Wessex brick because it actually uh, is a little a little perfect cube of tobacco that you can uh, cut into flakes yourself, uh, which is really great. It's kind of on the pricey side, but uh, got some folks smoking Dunhill Navy Rolls and uh, and also uh, a pound of MacBaron Vanilla Cream Flake, which uh, which uh, Hockter the Love Doctor also tweets out. It's really nice because uh, the way we were talking about with the plug earlier, uh, you can kind of see the full leaves that are in there. Uh, and so, you know, what the plug would have looked like if it uh, if it weren't weren't cut or, or sliced up. So really uh, nice. People have been trying to tweet in all, all night guessing what the uh, specifically with the plug tobacco was. Yeah, this is Orlick dark strong kentucky oh i think we did have one or two people that guessed that correctly yeah yeah this is dark strong kentucky from orlick uh it's just a real uh just a real nice uh you know kind of even layer i love how they've uh they've layered the you know the tobacco uh the kentucky dark fired burley uh with virginia leaf in there uh just real just real clean looking um and then this one uh which i i can't remember if we uh, challenged folks to see or not, but this is actually Escudo. This is what Escudo looks like uh, before it gets sliced into coins. And uh, so Escudo, uh, just really great. One of my probably, uh, it's just certainly top 10 tobacco for me, probably uh, probably close to top five, if not certainly top five. How so, are you getting your hands on that? Um, I, you know, I just, have, I just have my ways. Dude! Uh, I just have my ways. Okay, but, uh, yeah. all right. I, I have so often wanted to slice a piece off of this Escudo and uh, and and smoke it, but it's just so perfect. And I don't, you know, I just rather buy another tin of it and, and smoke that. I mean, that's yeah. it's that's that so cool? freaking yeah, cool. pretty pretty neat though. These are kind of on display at the Squire, so we uh, leave these here so people can uh, can can enjoy them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining like if you go to Italy, they've got uh, you go to like a diner or whatever. They have their glass display case of all of their uh, different pastries and everything. That's right. Order off of that's right. Yeah, this is this is the uh, this is the uh, Squire equivalent right here. That's right. That's so cool. All right. So, um, you know, I, I think we have to mention it because, you know, at the beginning of the show, uh, we talked about how the Internet was broken. That's right. Because of of uh, of that uh, of the uh, of the esoterica. Esoterica. Tobacco. Right. And so I put, right. I put the call because <laughs> because we broke the Internet. And I think my heart is broken now as uh, as well. All right. Big shout out to Kurt at Undertaker uh, Piper on Twitter <laughs> who answered the call. And yes, in fact, photoshopped your face over kim kardashian not only that but replaced the champagne with tobacco leaves landing specifically on your her derriere with you a know, you know it's funny because i we, I'm, I'm drinking champagne tonight uh-huh. I, i'm drinking the champagne of beers and we talk about me breaking the internet and and frankly <laughs> uh, are, are you sure that's kim kardashian's body because i i think i could pull it off pretty you good think you can pull that off yeah you think you I mean, pull that look, dress off look at that yeah i mean that's, I, I uh, want the poster that's really really something I I, want, no the t-shirt oh wait can we <laughs> I, I bet I got Kanye would. would this is just terrifying. This. Yeah, I think probably so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, this is uh, you, you see the tobacco leaves that are curling uh, way over my uh, my beautiful head there. Uh, I've got pearls uh, around my neck, which is kind of nice, and this uh, this leather uh, disgusting. <laughs> 
dress. <laughs> the reaction. Um, Y'all's reaction on Twitter Yeah, as it's well just, is... yeah, I, I think that's probably my favorite part of this <laughs> is that, you know, people are uh, going into, uh, you know, it, all kinds of vomiting, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, in in with Bacchus, uh, your uh, your your response there, the GIF was uh, very appropriate. I thought, um, yeah, people talking about uh, at Subtilis eighty seven. I don't really know what I'm looking at, but I know that I'm terrified. Uh, well, I tell you what, I tell yeah. you what, uh, it's a visual gag. So for the podcast, we'll we'll include a a, di- a direct link, if not an embedded, specifically Cut. in. The show notes for this episode. We've got uh, like honey boo boo gagging. It's great. It's if, just so fantastic. If you're listening on Satchel, <laughs> by the way, it'll just be there. That's the beautiful oh, thing. Is you'll man. be able to see it. That's great. <laughs> well, man, that's uh, man, what what an episode. Today. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Pappy <laughs> Joe, I, you can't unsee that. It's uh, it, that, that's, that's fair. That's yeah. accurate. That's fair. That's I, accurate. I, I'm just saying. I, I think I pulled it off pretty good. I don't know. I mean, you know, if you if you got the bod, work it. <laughs> if you got the tobacco, baby, work it. <laughs> wow all right well there you go and on that man what a what a what a fun episode of country squire radio talking about various cuts to uh, cuts of tobacco hopefully educating some new folks into uh uh so maybe something a little bit outside of what they normally see at their local tobacconist uh you yeah know. in fact i say that but ask your local tobacconist about some of these cuts if you're interested in kind of learning more if you want to smoke some uh you know most i would imagine most tobacconists worth their salt are going to carry uh, a number of these uh, various styles uh even though you may not see them out front all the time uh do a little digging it's uh it's it kind of it's nice to mix things up from time to time yeah see if, if, if you if you do have a brick and mortar tobacconist close by that has a pipe guy there uh man talk to him about um talk to him about you know flake tobaccos talk to him about these uh medallions and um and uh you know things of that nature plugs and crumble cakes i, I think you'll find a just a wealth of information out there and they're a lot of fun you know that kind of adds to the ritual of preparing your uh tobacco while you're uh you know getting ready to smoke so anyway uh check it out all right all right so so next week we're back on schedule uh so you know we got the show here this week on the normal time we got next week live show on the normal time as well uh, after that is when you'll be that weekend of n- after next week's show is when you'll actually be in Chicago, right? I'll be in Chicago, but uh, should be recording normally, I think, the following Monday, which will be be good, kind of a uh, wrap-up uh, from Chicago episode. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be... Dude, I'm going to be living vicariously through you. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing a bunch of good friends up there and uh, and hopefully coming home uh, a lot broker, uh, <laughs> picking up a lot of loot uh, there, which will be great, and uh, looking forward to it. Sounds good, man. Well, hey, uh, so the people can, of course, keep up with us on Twitter throughout the week they can follow me i'm at the real bow york i'm at john david cole or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire and of course the show's twitter handle is at squire radio and all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com where yes in fact you can tune in next monday night for a live recording of the show at 8 30 p.m central time that's 6 30 pacific 9 30 eastern we'd love to have you join us we've been loving the back and forth on twitter for those of you who are tuning in live as i mentioned at the top of the show um you know we love getting this back and forth on twitter if you are someone who who watches the YouTube channel directly and you want to kind of engage with us during the show, Twitter's going to be the best way for it. But I do always try to go back, check those uh, YouTube comments after we get done recording that's and, right. and address them on the following show when we've got the time for it. So uh, that's right. But one way or the other, no matter how you're enjoying the show, <laughs> we encourage you to do it. Be sure, by the way, on iTunes, uh, write us a review if you've not done so already. It's a great way to help out the show. Um, we also encourage you to support the show financially as well. Become a patron uh, by pay- go 
by going to patreon.com slash countrysquareradio. If you're listening on Satchel, you got a button right there that says become a patron. Satchel, of course, the method of which we uh, we ask that you listen to the show. We hope that you do. Uh, but yeah, click click become a patron right there. Join the club. $3 an episode, $5 an episode, or just help out the show at a dollar an episode. One way or the other goes a long way to making sure that this content happens. It really does. Yeah. So we really appreciate it. You're you're over here laughing. I'm kind of curious. Man, no, no. I just, I mean, there's so much gold tonight on uh, online. I feel, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I need to go take a bath, or maybe call my priest. I don't know. <laughs> like, just something, something's got to give. I'm putting it out. I, there. I'm probably gonna have to drink another champagne. <laughs> Pylorns. Well, she was. Well, you know, anyway, Pylorns. <laughs> you now have that image, and we know that you you're like the Morpheus, right? You got the back end code here to uh, to make the Squire Country Squire Internet happen. God, that's disgusting. Make it so that if everybody like 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 bombs the Country Squire doc, like basically like an Easter egg or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it'll be like you know the hashtag break the internet, and it'll be the John David thing. Like, oh, sorry, the, the website's down. It's really really bad. I I. I I feel like we've we've achieved a new status tonight. Some someday my children are gonna you know stumble upon this, and we're gonna have a very shameful conversation that involves an intervention and probably a therapist. It's <laughs> all right. Call Kim. Have her explain it. Yeah, it'll be it'll work out. It'll be all right. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, let's go tonight. See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.